All right, guys. Big episode today. Netflix is having the worst week ever. We talk Barry, Russian Doll, and Tokyo Vice. And our Spider-Man rewatch gets going with 2002's Spider-Man. Because you know what they say, with great power comes great rewatchability. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Brian and Jim. How's it going, guys? Feeling good, man. On top of the world, bro. How about you? I'm feeling great, having a great week, and uh, our first pod was amazing. So everyone should go check it out. Our our sports cast this week was a lot of fun, and I think you guys are going to really like it. So go check that out. Dude, sports in Minnesota are pretty fun right now. Yeah, kind of will never, ever go back. No, <laughs> it will never not be like this. All right, so guys, we are going to have an amazing episode here. But before we do that, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Northeast Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from and get the Northeast Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. How easy is that? Love it. All right, what are you guys drinking tonight? All right, um, I'm doing a beer that you guys have done. It's my turn with it. Um, it's the Modest Brewing Teal Label. It's their new West Coast Standard. Um, I really love the flavor. I got to say, I got floaties in mine. You mm. know, like that sediment that just kind of hangs out in the middle? Did you guys get those on yours? No. No. Never so noticed what the it. Fuck? I don't know. And it's new. It's not like it's too old. I don't know. Maybe the place I got it, let it get hot and cold and whatever. But anyways, it's a very tasty beer. I'll buy it again. I think you need to walk into the tap room and chuck a full 16-ouncer at the beer tender and be like, what the fuck? Just go full Karen on him. I might. Yeah. Just do Talk it to the manager. Time. All right. So I'm doing a – didn't have a lot to to choose from, and so I opted to do something that we've all had and has been around for a long time. False Pattern from Modest. It's one of my favorite beers. Still one of my favorite beers. Love it. So good. All right. I'm drinking uh, Blacklist's. Rewaka, well received. Uh, I don't know. It's a funky beer, and we've had it before. It's delicious. It's one of my favorite beers. Blacklist. I'm sorry, Black Stack. There you go. Black Stack, well received. Um, I don't know. It's really tasty. We've had it on here before. It's probably one of the most drinkable beers I've had in a while. Really enjoy it. Hell yeah! Cheers. Black Stack. All right, guys. Let's move on to Do We Care? Netflix. Netflix. Wow. Netflix. (laughs) <laughs> Netflix having the worst week ever. Uh, I mean, things are going really bad. They're going to add commercials. They're jacking up their prices. They haven't had a hit in a long time. And it kind of feels like they mortgaged the whole future on Stranger Things season. Yeah. Uh, apparently, I think this is one of your future items. You can just take it off now. They they spent $30 million per episode of Stranger Things for the season. Which I guess does get me a little bit more excited for the season because it's probably going to be visually stunning throughout. But oh my, how much are these kids making? They're like seventeen. Yeah, but if it and if the show is not an A A minus, it's a it huge leaves. letdown. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, this dude Netflix is uh, having a rough time. It's it's crazy to see. I mean, something that we, you know, an institution that sort of invented streaming, um, struggling like this. So. Yeah, they just keep missing. They, it's it's honestly, I blame the executives who made the decision to greenlight these, I think, the really shitty, expensive movies they've done, like Bright and other ones. I think that they, like, partnered with big actors to try mm-hmm. to get, like, big actors to make, like, bad TV. Yeah. And I think that that's a big mistake. Like, they've just spent so much money on that. And then on top of that, they wanted to be able to stream these classic shows. So they constantly are spending huge money to go buy the biggest shows from the 90s mm-hmm. to like, play on there. And I just, I think that's just such a bad investment. That's not what people really want. And if it is, it's not the people that are going to be paying the bills. Those right. are the people who are like on their parents' thing or on whatever, you know, like it needs to be good new shows. And Mean like originals. Yep. HBO has been killing that game for, for eternity, you know, and like, so many of these streaming services, even Hulu and Apple and Amazon and like all their competitors are doing everything to put out the best new content. And Netflix, it's just like all they seem to have is like bad for my brain reality TV. 
Well, it was which is important, and you'll continue to subscribe no matter what. I will. Well, I think it was it was a strategy five years ago, which was there's no such thing as too much content, mm-hmm. right? And I think we could attribute that to you know, or like maybe right around the time we started the podcast of Netflix is just trying to flood the market as quickly as possible, and then as Eric mentioned places like HBO Max or HBO just in general decided we would just we'd rather have quality over quantity and have, you know, 15 good shows a year, you know, versus 100 where maybe two of them are hits. So uh, it's definitely catching up with them. I mean, we, we've mm-hmm. talked about this for years where, where you could scroll for, you know, 15 minutes through Netflix and not find anything that you want to watch. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a huge problem. I think th- there are articles coming out about how like demoralized like the employees at Netflix are over like the most you know recent earnings and and outlook you know announcements. The first time they haven't hit their subscriber their projected subscriber numbers ever in the history of the company. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a bad deal. And if honestly, if Stranger Things wasn't coming out, I really wouldn't have any reason to keep. Yeah, uh, Netflix around and don't really have a reason to keep it around after Stranger Things, you know, uh, after I've watched it all. Yep, I know. I know. I'll probably I don't know. I'll probably keep it for the pod. But doesn't it feel like they have everything riding on this fourth season of Stranger Things that took them years to make? It's kind of scary. It's kind of scary because when I watched the trailer, I thought, man, that looks pretty bad. <laughs> Eric's like, that shit looked mid. I was like, whoa. Like, what is that weird... Right, okay, but you're going to watch it, but then, like, after that, what does Netflix have coming out where you're like, I can't wait for XYZ? Yeah. Nothing. Well, they got they got one show that I think we're, we're kind of into right now, and it's 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 minor. No one's really watching it, but we'll talk about it later with Russian Doll, but, um, you know, nobody cares about that show but us. Russian Doll is not keeping... It's not keeping Netflix afloat. No. Yeah. All right, so... Let's talk about some of their competition. HBO uh, did their best to keep House of the Dragon, the new Game of Thrones series, uh, all their episodes under $20 million each. Oh, man. TV's expensive these days. What this the is hell? not news to me, okay? No. Because it's based on the salaries of people, and they have a bunch of no-name actors. So they're like, oh, man, we really cut costs here. No, it's just by, like, season eight, people are, like, paying me yeah. $20 million a season. And in this, they're like, I'll do, I will give you my child to be yeah. extra. I'll pay you if you give yeah. me a payment plan. Yeah. Give, yeah. give me on the show and I will pay you for the rest of my life. Like I'll work for free. And yeah. so that's why they're able to do this. It doesn't really mean like, oh man, they don't believe in it. Like this show is one that needs to hit for HBO. And so it will. It doesn't need to. It's I don't think hit. it needs to. It doesn't need I, to. I think it's just insane. It's icing on the cake, though. It's not like Stranger Things needs to hit or like uh, Lord of the Rings needs to hit for Prime. The eight, Amazon, HBO will be fine. They make fucking incredible TV nonstop. That's why yeah, I think it's I, I agree, But this is their biggest show of the oh, year. Yeah. Oh, this it's their, their biggest show. It's their biggest, their most expensive. Number, yeah. This is their number one thing. They it really still, still doesn't need to, which is insane. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. But like, and especially. And yeah, I I think need is a very it's a little bit too aggressive of a description. I think the HBO execs know it will hit. Yeah. Um and their diehards will eat it up and they'll trickle in a little bit more, but like their subscriber count is skyrocketing right now in comparison to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um as far as as far as trending goes. I think Netflix obviously has like higher volume overall, but I think HBO has done a really good job of attracting more new viewers consistently. And I think House of the Dragon will continue to drive that. Despite their paltry budget of $20 million (laughs) an episode. (laughs) I I don't know how they even got a camera on set, to be honest with you, with $20 million. Unbelievable. How they even train the dragons. That's crazy. Keeping it HBO, The Staircase is coming to HBO on uh, May 5th. Did you guys watch this documentary, The Staircase? I watched, no. I watched it was, some of it. 
It was Some the tail it? end. It was the tail end of like these murder mystery documentaries yeah. on Netflix, and I was just like, I, don't I was on a terror yeah. with it. Yeah. It was it was like any good or any mid fucking you know one of these like murder mystery docs. It was three episodes too long. Um, yeah, but it was it's a wild story. You, I mean, it's you know weird what? You were watching be. the staircase, and I was watching McMillions. I think like simultaneously. There you go. Yeah, you had moved on to corporate stuff. So it's a <laughs> crazy collar. story. It's like this kind of like rich family, and then the like the wife and the husband are out drinking by their fireplace, by their outdoor fire pit, and she goes inside and she falls down the staircase. But like. There is fucking blood everywhere. I mean, That's it is like an explosion. And then she's got, then they're analyzing the cuts on her head. And when she hit, I mean, it, it is insane. And then, of course, they go back and they find out that his first wife mysteriously died in like a, in Germany. And I mean, yeah. it's going to be nuts. You know, um, I'm excited about it. I, maybe I might be the only one in the pod that watches it, but Wait, what I is think it? I will. Is it a new season? It's just, it's probably going to be just a one-off season. Like, they're not going to, you know, it'll oh, be a like limited a, series. Is this like a reenactment? Like, yeah, it's like, got like yeah, Sarah okay. Paulson in it or something. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. got real actors. And HBO doesn't miss on this shit. So, I'm going to watch this one. Um, I expect it to be entertaining and, and tell a pretty interesting and wild story. So, yeah, I'll check this one out. I think it's coming out. What did I, did I put the date on there when I sent it to you? May yeah, 5. Okay, May 5th, yeah. All right, uh same company, I think. James Gunn defends Chris Pratt. What's going on here? Well, you know, Chris Pratt like is like getting soft canceled because he's, you know, he's more conservative and he supports or supported a church supposedly that like does gay conversion therapy and weird shit like that. Okay, so there's been, you know, we we've talked about this in the past yeah. that he's not like the most likable guy in Hollywood anymore. So James Gunn came out at like a tweet that blew up. That's like, you know, Marvel, you can just recast star Lord. And he's like, we'll never recast star Lord. He is star Lord. I leave. If he left, you don't know him. He's a great guy. He doesn't support that church. You don't even know what church he goes to and just went off on these people. And I respect James Gunn. He always seems to be on, you know, the right side of, of things, you know, politically. And uh, seems like a, a good person who's aware of what's going on. So, I think it like actually in a weird way makes me like Chris Pratt a little bit more again, maybe not as much as the other Chris's who have left him in the Chris rankings, but I don't know. What is it? Does it mean anything to you guys? Um, uh, I could never, ever, ever, ever forgive James Gunn after he made those inappropriate jokes. We forgave him instantly. They were pretty funny. Oh, that's right. We did think they were funny. Um, yeah. yeah and they were yeah. also before we even knew what Twitter was. They were yeah, like the first seven I, I like James Gunn, and uh, if he thinks he's cool, then he's probably pretty cool. Yeah. I will tell you what I judge Chris Pratt on. Um, the movies that he does. <laughs> there you go. Right. He doesn't need to so, be a serious person. I I loved Chris Pratt in Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Right. I don't like Chris Pratt in Jurassic, you know, whatever, Anything. the Jurassic universe. Um, so right now, I guess he's like fine as Star-Lord. Haven't seen a Guardians movie in a long time. Um, so I guess I don't really care. He's going to be probably really funny and kind of important for Thor. Love and Thunder. Yep. Love and Thunder, which could become one of our favorite Marvel movies ever. So I thought, I thought already the interaction between him and Thor was hilarious in the trailer. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I also like whatever church Chris Pratt goes to. I don't. I really don't care, unless it's like Westboro Baptist or some shit. Yeah, I mean, but even true. so, we we, we like, support we, Scientologists and shit. I mean, I don't. I try not to. Well, no, but we love Tom fucking Cruise in Mission Impossible, right? Yeah, we're not, right. We're not canceling him. Handmaid's Tale and and that Elizabeth woman is you know same, gung-ho same about deal. Scientology. So I don't. I'm not. I'm not against chris pratt i'm not pro chris pratt but i'm like i don't care what he does because he's not yeah. that big of a deal um keep being funny star lord um if you want to keep doing jurassic to make money good for you don't really yeah. care okay i have a take though we could get rid of tom cruise pretty easily right yeah with this new deepfake technology and adam scott existing <laughs> yeah. make because because adam scott is only 
Costco brand Tom Cruise. Yeah, but he can't yeah, do his like own stunts. Cruise. He's what? He can't do his own stunts. <laughs> How do we know? Tom Cruise doesn't need to do his own stunts. No one's ever been able to be like, no one's been like, I like that movie because I could tell he did his own stunts. We've only been like, did you know he did his saying, own yeah, stunts? When he was on the outside of the airplane, I thought that was cool. That could or climbing up the, the Burj climbing up the Burj with CG behind it. I only, up, that, I only thought that the because uh, the climbing one he was like attached, like he didn't just free climb. But like the the plane, and you can watch the video of him going up, like yeah. strapped to the plane. That was pretty cool because I would be scared to do that. Dude, he was attached, pussy. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, next up, where do we go? Kareem. Kareem doesn't like winning time. Jerry West files a lawsuit. Uh, it's not going well with uh, Lakerland and this show. Okay, so I think these aging stars are being a bit of fucking pussies about this. <laughs> um, this is Adam McKay, right? So everything he does comes with like this grain of salt, I would say. Like his body yeah. of work technically comes with like this we have this um it's like people that write those books where they're like this was a true event and i'm gonna weave it dan brown perfect example like eric you're you're da vinci code guy like we have these real events and i'm gonna weave in some shit of fiction to make it cool and fun and nobody's the wiser and who gives a shit right right uh alexander the great's family Leonardo da Vinci's family isn't suing Dan Brown for slander uh, because of the way that they treated, you know, whatever. So like the fact that like Jerry West is like, Oh, he's, they're portraying me incorrectly. It's a fucking TV series. Dude, I'm HBO. sorry, but by him complaining and bitching and thinking he's getting slighted makes it more true. Yes. I completely <laughs> agree. You're drawing so much more attention to it than you need yeah. to. Yeah. If and Kareem, Seems like an asshole too, but I I like Kareem. Like he was good at like remember the episode he did of like Dicky, right? Didn't he do a episode of Dave? Yeah, he broke his like leg. He had like a compound fracture, <laughs> right? Like he's a pretty self serious guy, you know. Like he takes himself very seriously to this day. I think he's portrayed perfectly, and who cares if he's not? Because I don't. I'm not gonna like meet him and be like, well, I know what you're like from Winning Time on HBO. Like, dude, it's a great show. It's fun. They, not even the order of games they play are in order. Of the, like, no. And you can look that up in one second on Google. So, like, let it go. Like, who cares? Like, I, I don't understand the fact that they're making a, like, I don't know. Is it a dramedy? It's kind of a dramedy. Yeah. It's a like, dramedy. They're, they're taking a historical event, twisting it for entertainment purposes, and splooshing it out to the masses. And who cares? Everyone that God like, damn is, is it like, good? Oh, this is this is not how I was as a person. Yeah, we fucking know. Like yeah. no, the people that play Napoleon in movies have no idea what he was like as a person. But who gives a shit? Like as long as it's entertaining. <laughs> hey, at least and, you're famous enough to be portrayed. Just let it go. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't like it, you know what you could do, Jerry. Uh, there's that power button on the top right corner of your remote control, and you push that. And you never have to watch another fucking episode of it again. There you go. Love I love All it. Right. Love, Death, and Robots Season 3 comes out May 20th. Cheers. Uh, this is the most pointless TV show in the history of the world that has <laughs> yep. no bearing or positive or negative impact on society whatsoever. Right. Um, it's like fifth, uh, sometimes like, ah, maybe I'll dial it back, 13 to like 22 minute episodes of one is not crazy. related to the other just crazy animation yep animation styles, brain dump of like this idea that i came up with that they got a budget for but they kind of keep pumping it out so they're all all of them are worth watching because they're like eight minutes right so who cares yep um and then like two of them are going to be brilliant out of like eight or whatever and i know the whole thing is like Oh, I got a new show to watch. New new season of Love, Death, Death and Robots. One and a half hours later, I've watched the whole thing and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, but then you're like, some of that was pretty good. Yeah. Some of it was just okay. Um, but I'm never going to watch it again. You're never like, going to watch I, it again. You're never so going to go I'm back excited. to that season. Yeah. 
It's getting it's getting good. I, I mean, it's I hope they do these forever. Why not? There, there's no reason that we shouldn't get to love death and robots season 22 of like just having random animation studios yep. and writers come together to make these like quick shorts for just fun entertainment purposes. Yeah. It's good shit, man. So I'm excited. All right. Uh, what about this? Are you excited about Jason Momoa starring in uh Warner brothers Minecraft movie? Um, just found out about this a little confused. Um, when you think of Minecraft, what do you think of? First thing. Kids. Pixelated. Kids, sure. Blocks, um, right? Yeah. yeah. Pixelated and blocks. I think like the main thing about Minecraft is the blocks. Not the story. Not the like Ender Dragon or What's Yeah, the there is sort of like very loose story. So but this is a live action movie. He's not yeah. voicing a little like Minecraft guy. So I don't know what the hell they're gonna do with this. Um, it's a cash grab. Uh, don't care. Don't care about this. Jason Momoa, perfect person to put in this movie. Because we also don't care about him. All right. Uh, Kids in the Hall. It returns on uh, May 13th, Amazon Prime. Do you guys remember the show? No. no. Oh, yeah. Did you guys watch uh, like... I remember it, but never watched it because I thought... Okay, it was did you guys cute. watch like Comedy Central at like 11 o'clock when you were like in middle school and shit? I wasn't that That's edgy, when you would... So that's, no. <laughs> That's when you would find this kids in the hall. It was like a Canadian was that group was that of, comedians, of like sketch Wild comedians. What's up? Was that where Wild on E was? Oh, that's where you were. You were over on E. I, I was, I was on, on channel 37. I think you're on 33 at the time. I think I was. <laughs> Wait, which, which one of you had the lip ring? I didn't we don't talk about that. Oh, okay. That but was I think, a that was, I think that shows what, uh, what channel you were watching at that time. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, so this is like, it's pretty classic stand up, like sketch comedy, kind of weird. It was Canadian, but it felt a little bit like British kind of dry and goofy absurdist, but the whole crew is back. Like all like six or five of these guys, some of whom you'd recognize, like if you look up the cast, like they've done different stuff. I can't even name one of them's named Dave, Dave something, uh, kind of sad that I can't think of any of them, but no, he's the dude from news radio. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. A little bit of backup here. I'm going to check it out. It's going to be on Amazon Prime. Um, not high hopes at all, but it's kind of cool that they're bringing it back. And, um, you know, these dudes are like pretty OGs in like the improv game. So we'll see what happens. Not high hopes, but it was good at, at one point. Dave right. Foley. Dave Foley is the name. Dave Foley. I was going to yeah. say Filoni, and I'm like, that ain't that ain't right. Very so, close. Dave Very Foley. close. Do you think that more people uh vibed with your kids in the hall reference or with my wild on e reference wild on e 100 percent. okay okay yeah 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 yeah. all right all right wait kids i there there's nobody under the age of 30 that gets either of those references. i mean all of our all of our listeners just everybody who was like yeah wild on e i was there (laughs) (laughs) don't even remember what it was about all right, uh, next up, uh, Ewan McGregor rewatched the prequels, the Star Wars prequels, the Ryan's favorite Star Wars movies, uh, to prep for Obi-Wan in that show. Uh, he also is saying that he was legitimately scared during all of the scenes he filmed with Darth Vader. Which was great. Yeah, he's that done was- some interviews, so some news has come out of this. So maybe I'll do my my little thing first. So I read this this interview with him, and he was like, I've never had a scene with Darth Vader. Right. I mean, he, he hasn't. So he said he, he showed up to set and he had done like walkthroughs with um, Christian Haydenson, you know, of like, this is the, you know, whoa, 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 whoa. say that again. Christian Haydenson. What's his name? Hayden, Hayden, Hayden Christensen. (laughs) Here's to the teal label, baby. Yeah. The teal label. 9.14%. Anyways. um, Yeah. So he had never, he'd, he'd done the scene blocking, but he shows up. And, you know, the scene, he has to, like, stand there, and then he turns around in the scene and faces Darth Vader for the first time. And he said that he's, every time he's ever been scared in a movie, he has, he's been surprised acting. He's like, dude, I didn't have to act. I was legit, like, terrified. I mean, he's huge. He's so visceral. It was, like, just a huge moment for him. So I just... Best show ever. Can't wait. I'm super excited. High hopes. Highest of hopes. Let's go. Jimbo, I'm going to go. I'm going to, I'm going to go. I want to go ahead and just say, I feel like this is a farce 
on the part of Disney. And really? I don't I don't want to think that, but um, it's a bad take. It's a bad okay. take. It's gonna be sick. It's gonna I be hope the best it's, of all time. I want it to be a bad take. I feel like it's you gonna You guys be... are gonna love it and I'm gonna hate it because it's gonna be so fucking good, but it's not gonna be the best show of all time. That's what would happen. And you all guys right, are I'm like, not, what are you I'm not even so gonna good. I'm not gonna go into it. All right, guys, here we go. It's time for hot wrecks and not wrecks. And we're gonna start this time with HBO's Barry. It's back. Season three, episode one, premiered last night or two nights ago, depending on when this podcast goes or up. Or three but nights some, ago or, you know, whenever we get to depending it. Depending on when I get to it, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Sunday night, Barry season three premiered. First time it's been like three years due God to like damn. COVID and shit. Like, uh, anyway, episode one was fire. Like, what so a sh- what a show! What a show! There's a reason everybody talks about this show as just one of the best dark comedies out there ever. Um, Bill Hader's brilliant. Secondary characters brilliant. I'm psyched. The one thing I'll say, if you're listening to this and you plan to watch it, there's on HBO Max. There is like a two minute catch up season one and two. Watch that first because it's, it's not even two minutes. It's probably like forty five seconds. But like, it right? Definitely, and you need, like, I actually could have used more of a catch up because I'm like, yeah. you could find a YouTube video that's four minutes and it probably do you better because they launch you right back into it. And it, it see it ended on a cliffhanger, like a major cliffhanger, dude. They launch right back into that. Um, I laughed my ass off. I was nervous multiple times. I s- still care about these characters, Barry on HBO is is really really top tier stuff. It's a, it's a brilliant show. Yeah. Brilliant. And and they've had it better be just as good as we remembered it because they've had a long time to tinker and tweak mm-hmm. uh with, you know, either the script or the characters or where everything's going just due to the layoff. So, 3.1 uh, seems promising. Yep. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Eric, you going to watch? I'm going to watch. I've watched all of it up to the beginning. I will be tuning in. I'm pretty good. excited. It's a good show. All right. What about Russian Doll? It's also Ooh. back. Russian Doll, dude. Um, Natasha. Leon. Leon. Okay. Um, if you think that she's can be funny, if you liked season one, I think we're off to a really good start with season two. It's on Netflix. So, I mean, I only watched, I think, maybe one and a half so far, but I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a really good show. It's so different. And it does make me laugh. Like, it is funny, um, although it's also kind of, you know, serious with, like, bad mom issues and, you know, what what type of person does that make you and the choices you make along the way and the impacts they can have. Because there's, you know, the first one was like, it was like a Groundhog's Day situation where no matter what she did, she would die that day and then start over. And then this one seems to be she can take, like, a train at a certain time and go back and inhabit her mother's body while she's like pregnant with her. So it's, it's a whole different dynamic, which I love like good switch it up. The third season will be something totally different, a new mechanic, right? What, what other existential crisis can we deal with as the viewer, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's very poignant and unexpected. Yes. Like when the first, 10 minutes i mean you know so you kind of spoiled it but like you're also will find this out in the first two minutes of the show yeah. so it's just very bizarre um and kind of takes you out especially like you said when you go from the groundhog's day to this one but it's very well done she's very good natasha leone is very good mm-hmm. in this show um i can't wait to watch more yeah i'm i'm really enjoying it all right guys next up moon night I feel like we're going to be divided on this a little bit. Where mm-hmm. are you at so far with Moon? All right, I'll go. I'll go first. You go first, because I've got the the probably less popular take. I feel like this show is an absolute fucking snooze fest. Mm. Um, I thought episode one was good. I thought it was intriguing. I thought it was introducing a different way of telling a story. I thought it was cool. Um, two, three, and four thus far have been lackluster i find um oscar isaac's british version of his character boring i think Kanchu is a boring god just very stupid 
Um, <laughs> a lot of the action happens off screen. You know, all, all we heard like leading up to the show was like, oh, we're not pulling any punches. And this is like the most brutal Marvel show we've ever. Sh-. And then it's like uh, a lot of the action happens. Um, and then we wake up, uh, you know, as the viewer with uh, whichever version of uh, his character is is awake at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I find some of the action sequences like sillier than like Indiana Jones four, like with the flare on the, the ammunition on the back of the truck was just like stupid. Like, come on, is mm-hmm. that, is that really what we're doing? And then even in this last episode, everything kind of like took forever. And there was, there was like a cool, like five to 10 minute window, but everything else leading up to it was pretty boring. I thought, I thought like, this is like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but with white people. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. it, it just it just seems well. They're Egyptian, but I guess okay, that's so white. Egyptian. So, okay, like a different race of people, but like kind of the same thing. Where the story is not that exciting. Do we care about these people? Are they ever going to come back? Is this something I need to know about for yeah. future Marvel? You know, uh, properties. I don't know. Everything seems kind of bland. Eric, what do you think? I like this show. I like it too. I like this show. I think it's good. I think it's really interesting. I think Oscar Isaac has been really fun. I think him playing the two different characters is great. I I think I like it a little less the more they interact with each other. Mm. Like yeah. I was As he's really, using the mirrors and stuff to talk yeah. to himself. Yeah. I don't hate it, but I liked it more when he was just like so disconnected where mm-hmm. he would just wake up and be confused. And then when you could see that both of them could kind of wake up, I... I like that more. I do think the places they're going are interesting. I think like the whole pyramids thing is cool. I'm curious to see where it goes next. I think for like a streaming show, showing up with Oscar Isaac on it, it looks cool and I'm having a lot of fun. And I, I'm, I think the show will be made, it'll be make or break based on, um, what's his name? Ethan Hawke. Is that his name? Yeah. He's been good. He's been good, and I think if he ends up as like a really great villain, the show will be great. If he doesn't, it's like a it's a nice beat. Any yeah. villain with a cane belongs in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> but the cane has powers, so that's special, dude. I think the show is more interesting than than Winter Soldier, um, more entertaining and mysterious than Hawkeye. Not as good as Loki. Um, not as good, not as good or mysterious as Wanda. So it's fitting in the middle, but I'm liking it. I'm watching it right away on Wednesdays. I'm curious about, they teased a third personality that we're going to get from Oscar. So now he's going to probably play at some point, three different versions. Um, I have no trouble telling them apart, which is impressive. I'm into it. I, uh, I think it's, it's really good. They're asking like big questions and we're getting, into and you know the big twist at the end of, of episode four should take us into a couple of really cool episodes. I think it's just six, so we're gonna get two more for a relatively small time commitment. Uh, I think it's been packed a lot of entertainment. I like it. I, I really like Oscar Isaac. I think that's what it really comes down to. Yeah, like even his characters that are underwhelming or stories that aren't well told, I'm into. Like I never loved Poe Dameron, but maybe I did love Print because I just like Oscar Isaac. Yeah. I thought he was great in Dune. I think he's great in everything. I thought he was even fine in the absolute trash X-Men Apocalypse movie. Like, he's <laughs> cool. Like, I just like Oscar Isaac. I love that he's back in the pyramids, dude. How fucking ironic is that? That is. <laughs> For another I, comic I, book. I don't disagree with your with your take. I think this show is a D- minus without Oscar Isaac. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's it's, that's right. It's see something without him, yeah. And I think it's yeah. still only maybe a, a B plus, but that's okay. Yeah, I like the show. I don't think it's amazing, but I think his acting has been a lot of fun, and I'm enjoying it. I'm excited to see where we go next. Me too. Um. All right. What about Tokyo Vice? Do you like the show, Ryan? Oh, or is so it too slow? This, this this was one of my. Uh, it wasn't a hot wreck, but but I said like watching the preview and kind of reading about it and it kind of being like loosely based on a true story. I thought it could be like really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, I've watched three episodes um, and I think it's a little slow, but man, I kind of want to keep watching it 
Dude, I'm past that. I'm at like five. Yeah, I haven't. I, haven't I think, I, 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 think I like it. It's just it yeah. is slow. It's a lot about, you know, the culture, too, you know, of like the early 2000s in Japan and um, which is also boring. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it's boring, but it's like it's easy to watch and it's interesting, too. So I don't know. It's OK. It's just kind of like it's it's a show for maybe 60 year olds and I'm only 36. If that well, makes but sense. it's 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 weird because the tagline is like a reporter infiltrates the Yakuza, you know, Japanese crime family, right? To something to that effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like the first two episodes is like (laughs) him getting berated at a Japanese newspaper. (laughs) Yes. Not using correct grammar, you know, like. Dude, you're totally right. They want to get into every little nuance of the culture and all that. And it, it is cool, but. I don't know if it's a hot wreck yet. I think I'll have to honestly watch like almost the whole thing before I can tell anybody to watch it. It has to, it's going to have to get great, but dude, they've done so much fucking legwork for me to care about these characters and understand their situation that if it doesn't pay off, it's a fail. And if it does, I'll probably wreck it at some point. Yeah. Just and even everybody and out even there listening, wreck, thank God you got us doing the work for you. And, and even as a wreck, it would be like, watch it at two and a half speed for the first three episodes. Yeah. And then watch it on normal speed for four through and know, just, eight or whatever. And just keep the subtitles on the whole time because it's half whole Japanese time. and half Japanese people speaking English. So just keep and, those subtitles rolling. And half English people speaking Japanese that needs Japanese subtitles because God knows what he's saying. Yeah, impressive, though, that these actors and actresses are doing it. Sounds they, good. They did a lot of work for it. So anyways, we'll move on. It sounds right. All right. Uh, what about Outer Range? You guys have been talking about it for a few weeks now. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm i only mid on it. I, I, Josh Brolin is not, in my opinion, as captivating as Oscar Isaac. He's not elevating it quite as well. I just, I think the jury's out. I got to keep watching. I think I have episode four now to watch. So I'll check that out. The whole, like, the, the similarities to, like, you know, range life, like cowboy stuff. I don't care. Yellowstone. It's a Yellowstone with sci-fi aspects. If I had to pick, I'd probably say this is not a wreck at this time, um, which is too bad because Amazon could probably use a big show and they probably paid a lot of money for this, but I'll keep watching and I'll let you guys know. I think they paid a lot of money for Josh Brolin and not a lot else as it turns yeah. out. Yeah. That could I be. mean, it was, it was kind of a soft wreck. Last week, um, trending towards a hot wreck. Yeah, I, I I don't know if it's quite quite there anymore. I'd be curious. Like, if anybody out there is watching it, shoot me a DM on Instagram, and we'll talk about it. All yeah. right, guys, and then uh, better late than never. Ryan, you finally got to Holy the Batman. Shit, it's on HBO Max. Wrong. What'd you think, Christ Almighty? What's up? Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so I think. Pattinson as Batman is pretty solid. I think overall good representation um, as the neo-noir greatest detective ever version of Batman. I think, I think he does a really good job of that. Um, I struggled a little bit with like Mm -hmm. his ability to solve uh, the Riddler um, and all of his, uh, you know, the riddles pretty quickly um, to the point where it was like laughably fat, laughably fast. And <laughs> he just completely interrupts like Jim Gordon mid sentence. Yep. Um, I thought I found that kind of silly. Um, it's also pretty, I don't know. It, 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 nothing stuck out to me as like the most memorable Batman shit that's hit the screen prior, like, you know, since like some Nolan stuff, like I, I feel like the Joker mm-hmm. movie was a better representation of where I would like to see the universe go than the Batman was. If that makes sense. I, Jimbo, I think you described it as like pretty mm. safe. Yeah. And I, I think it's pretty safe. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, Really safe. I think that they were looking back. This is still my number one take on it. 
Matt Reeve and company was very afraid to make anything cheesy. And so they didn't try anything particularly daring or interesting, right? They didn't go for big set action pieces that could be considered too out there, too unrealistic. Um, They didn't try any humor, right? Because a joke, if it doesn't land, is cheesy. Uh, They didn't try really, really cool gadgets because if it doesn't land, then it's cheesy. They didn't try cool outfits like that look really memorable because that, you know what I mean? So like they just played it safe and dark and cool and underplayed at every turn. And then they also made it three hours long. So for me, I, I found myself like, oh, cool. It's on HBO. I have no desire to watch it again. Um, not yet. Maybe in a year I or think, something. But I think Andy Serkis I just think it's, as the whole Alfred a little bit was bland. pretty good. So, yeah. I felt Jeffrey Wright as Jim Gordon was very underwhelming. Um, he, he It felt like he was playing a different version of... Um, Oh my God, which I forget which, what his character's name was in Westworld, but kind of, kind of the same version of that. Uh, Bernard. He's kind of one note, dude. And a less sassy version of his character, a less sassy version of there his character. As the but CIA also like still kind of bland, you know, uh, <laughs> yes, no matter what he tries deal. to be like, oh, I have a Hawaiian shirt and I smoke a cigar. I'm still fucking boring. Um, and I think, I don't know. I didn't. Uh, Zoe Kravitz <laughs> as Selena Kyle slash Catwoman was okay, and that that's not a knock on on her or the character. It was just fine. It fit it fit perfectly with the motif that they were going for, which I'm not sure mm-hmm. was a home run. But I liked it. I liked it. It needs an hour cut. Okay, Eric, do you have any? I love Battinson. I'm a big Robert fan at this point. And I thought that it was cool. And the violence was like my favorite level of superhero violence. I think that I've seen Mm -hmm. that was the best part of it. Like it felt like he was just a human dude in a suit that like was a badass and wasn't afraid of things. And I appreciated that. A lot of like, and also I would also blame um, the studio for the trailers because they showed some of the most cool fight scenes in almost their entirety in the trailers uh, prior to the movie coming out. Like the one with like where it was dark, but you'd only saw the gunshots, yeah. you know, as like lighting up. And most one of the coolest, really the coolest shot of the whole movie they showed in the trailer. The car. And yeah. then the second coolest shot was probably yep. the jumping of the, the Batmobile over the flames also in the trailer. And then when you expect to see some of the coolest shots in the finale, in the flooded It was a very know, bland ending. There wasn't really any cool shots. So uh, For me... What do you, what do you like give it? A, What's your Rotten Tomatoes before we move on? No. Okay. So you liked or, it, or, but it wasn't, yeah, yes, it wasn't I agree like with, with what you're saying. Yes. Okay. That's cool, though. Okay. All right, guys. It's that time for our next rewatch with great power. I mean, great. We're watching. What, what an what an auto. What a, that's such an improved name. We've hit a we've hit a name change, guys. It's a name change, but I mean, come on, it's better. It is. It's better. It has to happen. And this week we watched 2002's Spider Man, one of the most important movies in uh, superhero. Just say cinema history. Just do it. Look what's dominating movie theaters right now. Yeah, and like I had to remind myself of that. So let's go into this. Oh. This movie uh, stars Tobey Maguire, and it tells the origin story of Spider-Man, a nerdy, kind of weird kid uh, who seemed to be in love with his next-door neighbor who seemed like she was 10 years older than him. But, except, <laughs> except for the fact Didn't that have she that was... Reaction. They think, all seemed like they were 30? 23 uh, at the time of filming, and Tobey Maguire was 27 at the time of filming. Yep. Manginelli. So we also had Joe yep. Mangiano or whatever that guy's name is. Oh yeah, as, as the bully, Manginello. This is the Flash. The yeah, that was a lot. Did you see the Ezra Miller Flash meme that I posted? No. <laughs> it's like the entire state of Hawaii. Hey, we don't want to fight Hawaii. you, Flash. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's too perfect. It works on both levels. Yeah. So. Anyways. 
I did think that this uh, movie started out pretty cheesy. And like all of like the Uncle Ben and Aunt May stuff didn't really work for me in this. When I was a kid, yeah. it well, did. And because, okay? because it so felt like you were watching a comic a book kid, come to, to life. To be honest with you. Right. Like, right. I so was... like dialogue was less than important. It was about Spider-Man yeah. becoming Spider-Man or, or Peter Parker becoming Spider-Man. And, you know, Aunt May and, and, and Uncle Ben's like mm-hmm. weird quips, you know, that they had, you know, to Peter felt like it was like, oh, my God, I'm watching this live on screen. It's insane. Yeah. Why were they why are they so old? I don't know. They were I like, mean, Ben, if if Ben is or if Peter Parker is, say he's like, you know, 17 when this movie starts. Yeah. And by the way, the movie must go over a period of years, which is interesting. Um if he's like 17, why is he why is Ben 68? And he looks 78. <laughs> it's so weird. Like it's supposed to be his real uncle, right? I don't know. So, anyways. He didn't even get um, shot. Did you know that? What do you mean? He just got slapped in his old person paper thin skin. <laughs> he just got pushed <laughs> over and died. He bled out. It was terrible. <laughs> so, okay. Here's my thing with the movie, all right? This really bothered me, okay? And there was a lot of cool things. I I was even okay with the red. And then it got out and nobody seemed like, remotely I was fine I was, I was fine to, to push it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like oh weird they must be feeding it like what oh that's dude look what happened in wutan fucking wuhan china that shit happens dude so this is what i didn't like okay the bat so, got out they're like i don't know the other guys are probably feeding it second shift i don't this is what really bothered me the most he is he discovers he has these new powers he freaking web shoots a tray flips it into the bully's back and then walks out with it stuck to the webs and all the kids are like, ew, what's that? And it gets stuck in the door. Then Flash runs him down in the hall and is like, you're going to pay. And then Peter, Neo, dodges 100 punches from this big bully, does a 13-foot-in-the-air <laughs> backflip. Double backflip. And then punches a guy into the next state. And nobody thought he was Spider-Man? Well, the, Spider-Man didn't exist yet. Yeah, but like three weeks later, when Spider-Man existed, yeah, it did all exist. The have been like, dude, remember when he had those weird webs? Especially from his hands? Let's, yeah. hold on. Remember let's remember, a kid in literally across the whole school. We all believe remember every he... single one of us to a person on this podcast that Marilyn Manson had ribs removed, so he stuck his own dick on stage, uh, and, and nobody. I did think that. Okay, fine. Leisurely on his on own, stage, whatever. I, I just we all believe that. Like it is, but home. then, like in two thousand two, <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone was like, "Ah, that Peter." I heard that on Wild. That Peter kid punched him into the next state. It's <laughs> probably nothing. It's not unscrambled. Not a big deal. We're not going to spread rumors. Let's <laughs> let's wait for the evidence to come out. You know, before we believe he's Spider Man. Like yeah. everybody would have been instantly been like. He had a web dragging from behind him, and then he did six backflips and punched a dude that was six times bigger than him in the face. He's Spider-Man. Like, the evidence was there. Like, right there. Instantly. Yeah. <laughs> the evidence was there. I mean, did and wait, here's my question. Was Mary Jane just fucking around? Like, she had to know it was him, right? Yeah, she had to know. I think she did at the end. She kind of knew. He, he was like, he was like, uh, all right, goodbye, Mary Jane. And then literally, like, three minutes later, he was like, uh, hey, Mary Jane, uh, just your neighborhood Spider-Man saving you right now. And yeah. she's like, who, who are you? Who who could this be? I was like, he has the same voice. Like, I was imagining, like, could I even could I even hide my voice or whatever and just know? He did. I thought he had a different enough voice, like a little bit more confident. I don't know. I think the whole idea is that, like, Peter Parker was such a, like, a, a wuss that nobody would ever, that's what they tried to do instead, right? Like, nobody even gave him a second thought. Yeah. They would never consider that he could be something cool like Spider-Man. I think that's what they went for, and I was okay with it. What How about the, uh, let me bring up one thing that didn't age well. Um, besides, like, the Rubberman CG when he, before he had his suit, like, when he was just in street clothes, like, jumping rooftops, pretty bad. Like, Matrix 2 bad. Yeah. Um, once he got his suit, I thought it looked amazing. Like one of those fight scenes where he like puts the camera up to fight the bad guys. I was like, yeah. 
how did they do that? That looks better than some shit we see now. Um, But anyways, yeah, like, oh, shit, where's I going to go with this one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, one thing that, okay, so, and in fact, after I watched this, I found out that they, they're playing this movie on TV right now, which is maybe why I'm seeing all these memes or whatever, but um, when he's, like, fighting the, the bone saw wrestler guy, and he's like, cute costume, would your husband make it for you? Yeah. They took that out. <laughs> that wasn't great. I told, I had to, I watched this with my kid, and I, he was homesick, and we watched it, and I had to be like, dude, that's called homophobic, and they yeah. would never put that in a movie right now, especially yeah. coming from the hero. They would make the bad guy say that, so yeah. you know how bad of a person they were. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So, I did notice that as well. Um, so, here's the thing. Willem Dafoe's in this. He's something of, uh, he, he's something of a scientist I himself. I thought that he was, he was fun. The most he part. was good. Oh, I love the memes. I, that's my favorite part of the rewatches, is to just watch all the memes in live action, you know? It's pretty cheesy, but I did, I don't know. I, I really liked it as a, when I was like 14 or whatever when it came out. And I still think I liked him. Now. And I yeah. thought he looked cool. And I thought him flying around was cool. And his cheese ball laughing even kind of worked for me. I don't know. James I, I thought he worked. Um, but also, um, I want to say though, that was kind of a whiny little while he had the, the goblin mask on, a lot of the lines that he said, I was like honed in on his like mouth and what he was saying. And it matched, it lined up very well with like the, the mm-hmm. audio that you heard of the, of the words that the character was saying with the way that his mouth was moving. And I thought that was a nice touch for a 20 year old movie that could have easily been like, well, we're just going to make him say whatever we want to, you know, yeah. Um, so I thought that was cool. Also, it. secondarily, I can't think of yeah, he's got a big mask uh, Willem Dafoe without uh, the story that uh, he had to show his penis in a movie and his penis was so big that they had to have a stunt double that had a smaller penis uh, represent his character in the movie. That That is definitely a, a Marilyn <laughs> I have Manson, heard that too, I think also on uh, Wild Body. Rip removal level story. <laughs> But I think it's. I think it's actually. I think that one's actually true because it's like Cooper. Wow, I didn't know that. I, I like, wouldn't say it's that level. Let's assume it's true. I hope so, and I'm not going to look it up. I'm just going to blindly believe it. Well, let's just believe it. Um, by the way, love the the thing where he like becomes. He gets the you know gas, and he transforms, and he's shaking violently, and then he grabs a guy's throat, and then there's. I'm sorry to go back to memes, but there's the meme of like when you give a pilgrim Mountain Dew, you go back in time. Also, I love the fact that like it's so yeah. funny that they were like or like okay, one bite of a hot Cheeto, but let's make the room 700 square feet. Yeah, yeah, I know they use so much. They could have gassed everybody. I thought that was funny too. I love that. Um, okay, so I'm going to give you my pros and cons of this. I thought that for 2002, the action scenes worked super well. Like, yeah. I thought it was actually really cool. Um, I can't believe how amazing it looked for being 20 years old. I thought that the Green Goblin looked awesome, and I was pretty into their whole little rivalry. I thought that they completely wasted in this movie James Franco. Um, as and he fucked over his good friend. I don't, so friend, I don't think he's a good actor. Like, uh, almost and immediately. I don't. Kirsten. And then I didn't like Kirsten Dunst. Is that her name? Well, I thought she did a good job, really. Did you read did you see her lines which she had to work with? Yeah, that's maybe that was it. The writing for her was so brutal that like yeah. the things she said, I was just like, wow, that's really bad. So she it's is, not fair for me to criticize her, but the writing for her movie. was pretty bad for all like Yeah, there was yeah. no winning for her in this one. Like she just she was just given the worst lines of all time. So I thought this movie, I, I, I need to look at it in two different ways. One, when it came out, it was like insane. Like it was just something that we had never seen. It completely changed movies forever. It made possible the idea yeah. of like a superhero universe. Um, it brought a character uh, back that people hadn't thought about for a long time, I feel like. And it just changed movies for forever. So I have to like, like it and respect it for that. But I didn't 
think it was very good twenty years later. At the same well, time, well, think about think about I kind Matrix of just One. It was just cheesy and like right. overacted and like even a little bit oh. earlier than that. From like a CGI story, everything perspective, that movie yeah. still holds up. Spider-Man One, lacking a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know if I loved it. I I I think I let I I finished the movie thinking like that's kind of bad, but that's not really mm-hmm. fair because I do just understand how huge it was and when it was made, and so I think I have a favorable opinion of the movie. But it's kind of sketchy watching it back. I thought it was really good. I, I I was entertained the whole time. You know, it's nice to watch some of these with my kid who's, you know, eight years old and has never seen these, but likes movies like it. He enjoyed it. He was into it the whole time. Um, that always helps. I was kind of surprised at how long the movie, like how big of a span it took. Like they really had to fast forward through him like, I got my suit and then now I'm a big hero in the city. And then they fast forward again. And now nobody likes me anymore. And they just covered so much. Um, Jay Jonah. Perfect. So glad that they kept him. There's nobody better than JK Simmons for that. Um, and then they close with, with a Nickelback song, you know, so you can't get any better than that. So that was bad too. I like, yeah. I just hero by Nickelback that they wrote and performed for the movie. Um, what's your guys' Rotten Tomato score? Mine's going to be higher than yours, I guarantee it. Um, I think this movie was like a, a 78. That's low. Like it was fresh. It was good. But like we learned a lot and from movies on this. and improved. I can't wait. I cannot wait till Spider-Man like, 2. Uh, I, I think your score is going to go up. Alien 2. Um, I think... Ryan? Man, so I agree with Eric completely in that you kind of have to put in perspective the era um in remembering at the time also that like toby mcguire was supposed to be the next big like it male in uh hollywood and the next film he did was sea biscuit uh no 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 <laughs> yeah the he, crying scene it's it's not good the crying of him. scene come on he's not like very that good. was horrible. he's ugly he's hard to look at uh the james Franco Over, stuff I know was that's pretty a, bad. There's another meme moment right if there. You're gonna, if you're gonna like pigeonhole everyone else, then like Mary Jane, you know, again, like you've mentioned, working with the dialogue that she had was not great. Um, I think Willem Dafoe was fine. Um, overall, I would I would say it's it stands up pretty well, but it's not great. So I would say like a seventy seven. I think they're accurate. You guys. That's too high. That's too high. It's too high. I gave it an 89. I gave it an 89. I loved it. I like it. Why? No, no, no. And that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. It's not a 96. It's got subtracted. Every time you said something negative, I I pretend I subtracted a point off a perfect movie. It's good, dude. It's good. I, I, I mean, I there's like definitely it. some cheesy shit. Yep. I get it, but like, I am yeah, but watching like, it. You, if you give Spider-Man through the filter Home... of like, it's twenty years old. But if you give Spider-Man Homecoming like, like a ninety-five, it's and, and it's still fun that, to like, watch. This is only six points less, six points fewer than that. That's agree, agree. No, stop. Yeah, stop. I believe that. I don't think it's Spider-Man Homecoming is that much better than these movies. It's just it's 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 not that they didn't do a great job with this movie. It's just like the the way that they wrote people's lines twenty years ago was so much less realistic than it is today somehow. And so like so many of their lines, I was like, oh, who wrote that? <laughs> that's my big problem with the movie. It wasn't that it Damn wasn't good. It was great. I and if you would have asked me this twenty years ago, I would have been like ninety seven. What a movie. Yeah. You know, and so I need to remember that. And so I'm trying not to be cruel. I am on board with this. I did have fun watching okay, it. But it again, is a really important again, movie. Matrix one. And what's I think your Rotten Tomato score for that? Like movie. I, I did like a like a ninety-five. Yeah. Easily. Oh Spider Man Spider Man one yeah, is not like anywhere close to that. Ninety eight. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And it's way better. No, that's very close to that. <laughs> that's six points. Yeah, it's fewer. An that's much it's very lower. close. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right guys that's it that's all the time that we have next week watch spider-man 2 with us and uh continue with our rewatch uh also go back check out our sports cast i think we crushed it we talked wild 
We talked Twins, we talked T-Wolves, and we talked about the NFL Draft that's coming up this week. Uh, so go and check that out. Otherwise, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nord East Podcast. Thank you.